0: We are here. Hello and welcome. First up on the (laughs) agenda. (laughs) uh, First up on the agenda that I just wrote on this sticky note right now because I didn't want it to be a lie when I said it. First up on the agenda is the Little Mermaid. (laughs) It has to
1: be on the agenda. I support it. It is, in
0: fact, the only thing on the agenda. It is the agenda. It is the agenda. One, the Little Mermaid. And
1: that's it. Yeah, we both went through it since the last time we recorded. I'm un like I know it's some it like unlocked something deep inside me. I know it's the, I it's a combination of their press and their chemistry just on screen, and also the scene where he has to guess her name ah! and they do like the lip thing. Uh.
0: That was the scene. I was not gonna see this movie in theaters. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to, yeah. but, like, I'm deeply unsettled by the ocean. And so the thought mm-hmm. of like a realistic under the water sequence was like, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. ended up being fine. It really didn't bug me. There wasn't for, like, much ocean. No, and th- it was like the Ursula scene that really, or not even the Ursula scene, it was going to the Ursula after- that was the yeah. most unsettling, like the eels. But even mm-hmm. that, like, I was fine. It was not it wasn't crazy anyway i wasn't gonna go see it until people started posting on tiktok and they were yeah. posting their little edits and somebody posted the scene where she makes mm, like, i hadn't even guessed her before. name and i was like immediately texting my best friends to be like so are we gonna go see this movie yeah. I remember when i said i didn't want to i lied <laughs> lying liar who lies i'm a lying liar who lies um because that's the cutest thing i've ever seen in my life and i need it
1: no. And it was. It was. The drive-in was an interesting experience, because Fast and the Furious was on the other screen, <laughs> so you could, like, hear the echo of, like, no, die, die, 911 like, throughout the entire thing, which was intriguing. Um, mm. But, aside from that, I'm bringing headphones next time, and just mm. tuning in to my radio, and I'm going to have a great time, because it was so... And it was so pretty. And I thought the animation or, like, the CGI was really well done. Yeah. I kept saying, because,
0: you know, there's the people on the internet that hate it because they're going to hate it. Yeah. And every time I end up on a video that's like, yeah, the little mermaid, and you look in the comments and somebody's complaining about it because they're going to be there. I keep seeing people that are like, oh, these aren't, like, the mermaids aren't that good. Like, H2O did the mermaids better. And I'm like, what are you talking- these are fantastic mermaids.
1: I don't- And I saw, because I- was, I guess, not on the internet as much whenever Beauty and the Beast <laughs> came out. <laughs> but I saw for the first time that they, like, CGI'd her entire bottom of her dress in that movie. Like, I yeah. I don't, like like, I don't know if I can link it below. I probably maybe bookmarked it on Twitter. Um, But Emma Watson wore, like, a, v- a short version of the dress. So it's, like, above her ankles. And then in every scene with the yellow dress, they, like, cgi the, like... The bottom of it. And then when they're dancing, they, like, CGI all, like, the twirls and, like, the poofy. Like, there's no petticoat the live under action it. live-action
0: Cinderella would never.
1: I know. Well, like, I don't understand you why they did when the live-action
0: Cinderella came out and they showed, like, mm-hmm. the dress? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, insane and millions of layers of fabric. And I was, like, I want yeah. it.
1: Which, I mean, maybe that's why for Beauty and the Beast, maybe it was, like, super heavy or hot or something. But I don't know why they didn't even give her a petticoat to wear underneath. Like, it was, like, a very flat, very confusing. So I saw that. And I mean, I didn't even notice that like CGI in that movie when I watched it. um, and then, like pointing it out like in that video, I was like, oh, I can see it here and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not like one to be like, yeah, the CGI is like terrible, but I thought it was really
0: good. I thought it was good. I was go i was I was worried about the sea creatures. I ended up loving mm-hmm. Sebastian. Sebastian mm-hmm. was so funny and cute.
1: I scuttle. I hated that bird.
0: I to be fair, Scuttle's not not annoying in the original. I know, film. but
1: in this one, it was worse because I also am not a Lin Manuel Miranda music oh. fan, so it really hit me in a place that I did not desire to be. <laughs>
0: I didn't. I actually didn't mind this scu- guy. I didn't like the Scuttle song when I listened to just the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, don't care for that. In context, I didn't mind it. I,
1: I I I'm, just, I I'm still thinking about Jonah. it, Jonah, for the
0: kids' song that it that is for the, the kids, like
1: sure, it is a kids' but movie. I also I mean personally for me like I'm not like a musical person like oh. I I would never need to go to a new movie that's not like got songs in it like I I'm just not a musical person really I like select ones um and so like feeling it's nor- yeah it's normally not my go to like there was. What was it? There was like a show or something that was a musical. I hit play. I heard singing and I exited out so fast. It's just
0: Gallivant, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. No, because I love both of those shows. No, Justice for Gallivant, where was season three? Sorry, um, was it canceled? Yeah, I didn't make it to season three, mm-hmm. and that was
1: a. I know you don't like <laughs>
0: musicals, but this is like a. Well,
1: it's the thing is like I don't not like. I can do if i if the music is fine,
0: then I'm good. But like it's a comedy musical TV show about a medieval knight who's like retired because the woman he loved um a, an evil king captured her and forced her into marriage, and he came to save her on her wedding night and she chose the riches and power and married
1: the king, which so is actually sp- a segue into um <laughs> an island princess starts a scandal by Adriana Herrera. We'll get to that. But oh. that, it technically is relevant, so it points to you.
0: But keep going. But look at that. And see, I was going to use the Disney segue <laughs> of, like, the Cinderella aspect of it all. But mm. um, that works. Too. Uh, no, that he's just has, has been in retirement and this girl needs his help to, like, save the kingdom. But she's actually going to betray him. But she's mm, drama. But it's like a comedy mm. series.
1: That's actually the, the main song.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's unnecessarily funny. That's all. I just think everyone does should it watch end
1: it. on a cliffhanger or like no, does it end like where you no. can just like, watch it and it like...
0: wraps up because they I think they knew it was they probably going to yeah. get canceled. There was like one in the second season. The the king is actually kind of a funny character who kind of redeems himself. Mm-hmm. So by the second season, he's a protagonist essentially, and he like <laughs> adopts some kind of lizard, and apparently whoever I think it was like. He, whoever sold it to him told him it was a baby dragon mm. and the entire season you're like that is a lizard like he has been bamboozled hoodwinked yeah he's been hoodwinked but then like at the end of season two you find he like is a dragon now so it's like da 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 We're like nothing. that's their one like if they needed to pick it up mm. for another season oh they I had see. a dragon um they had a
1: dragon but well look how dragons that. end a game of thrones I didn't watch fire, Game of Thrones. Fire Everywhere. I watched the first season and then I watched I think the last season. Like I have no attachment to Game of Thrones at all. I'd have no interest in the middle bits. Sure, sure. Just with
0: all that. As JL's. opposed to The Little Mermaid where the middle bits were arguably <sighs> the best part.
1: So good. I could them, I mean I liked the under the sea just,
0: sequences, but
1: Oh no, I I I just need more of them just being cute, yeah. walking around yeah. like Mm-hmm. Just a little facial
0: expressions. And I want a little spin off series of their married life now, off exploring yeah. things.
1: I just don't know how you can watch that movie and think Hallie wasn't the right answer. Oh, she's so mad. Like her, f- even, I mean, she's a brilliant singer, but I think even better was her, like, facial expressions. Like, I think she was just, because so much of the m- movie is just. That no voice, and so I I thought she acted so well with her face.
0: I think the most unrealistic part of the movie to me actually is Eric being able to sit in that boat and look into her <laughs> enormous, beautiful eyes. Oh, he was no, not no. kiss her. Oh, he was so. Listen, the amount of times I've re watched the Kiss the Girl just like from yeah. people having recorded it because he's like, it, and then she
1: looks away, he's so
0: it. shy. Oh, he's so baby girl. No one talked to me. Like, mm. that man is so down bad. There's the part where she gets up and, like, kind of falls on him, and mm-hmm. he, like, visibly gulps, and I'm like, get out. Enough. Yeah. I've had enough. Um, I need him biblically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to do I with I don't that. think you understand. I, I need that's him in my a new way. Ca- that's a new catchphrase. I need him I in need a way that is biblically. concerning to feminism. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I mean dare you I... go on AO3 <laughs> <laughs> Not AO3 <laughs> mm. I know His Batman, dimples are so fascinating Because one one stop. is always there And then one randomly appears And I'm like hello Soldier His <laughs> dimples actually need a chiropractor for c- They're carry- I'm just kidding
0: I can't even say that they carried the movie Because Hallie carried the yeah. movie But uh They carried something.
1: They carried carried the weight of my affections.
0: (laughs) Alright, two different directions. (laughs) Two different directions. That's all right. (laughs) We got the spirit. (laughs) Go team. I literally Mm. can't stop thinking about him. I know it it's bad. It's bad out here. Slash the movie in general. Mm -hmm. I feel like an eight year old again.
1: Yeah. But like with adult money.
0: With adult money. (laughs) That's so true. Like, have you seen Pandora has a, um, like, a charm mm, necklace? The seashell. The, yeah. Uh, seashell. Mm-hmm. The, like, Vanessa seashell. And I was like, yeah. I have my own money now. Yeah. I, an adult, could, could you buy that? No. It? I really thought about it, though. How much is it? I have no idea. It's from Think Pandora. about it again. <laughs> Think about it again. <laughs> Fair point. Oh I was, like, shopping for this trip I'm going on, and yeah. I went to there was an like a shopping center and there was an ulta mm-hmm. right by where i was and i had just seen on the internet one mm-hmm. ulta had like a whole bunch Bull-dum. of little mermaid makeup and like Bull-dum. a big
1: Bull-dum. shell Bull-dum. Bull-dum.
0: yeah Full of the stuff and it was like 20 bucks or something and i was like do i need it no but do i need it yes
1: reader so, she needed so it. i needed it i went
0: to ulta they didn't have it all they oh. had was like the sunscreen or something which i'm allergic to mm-hmm. so i was like oh rip. It's fine. I bought other things that I didn't need but needed, but they didn't have the Little Mermaid, but it's fine. I'm just a little bit Relatable.
1: About it. It's fine. Everything is fine. I bought so many beads. Because I was already, when you texted about the friendship race, it's like I already was already like going through all my stuff. And then I wanted more. So I bought more. Good. Now I've just been storing them all day. Speaking of beads, um, man, we
0: are like 15 minutes into this and yeah. not even close to the topic. Speaking of beads, we, we got are going- ones. we'll come we'll circle back we'll circle back to whatever that tie-in was
1: it was i I got it in my noggin we're good okay shout out to your noggin steel (laughs) trap
0: um (laughs) speaking of beads we will both be at steamy lit con Mm -hmm. in august so if you will be there you the listener not you hannah I know you'll be there, we're sharing a room <laughs> We sure are uh, First of all, get ready for a live episode That'll be interesting oh to boy. figure out how to record And oh, second yeah. of all um, A TikTok mutual of mine Who I, We can link her in the description Her uh, username is Satreya, Citre- I believe is how you say her name Reads um, And she posted and said that she was going to Stimulet and that she was going to be bringing Friendship bracelets to hand out And I was like mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> I want to bring a new friendship era bracelets was born
0: um yeah so I I think that she's onto something genius and if you're coming I with agree. me late you should also bring friendship bracelets and it'll be like the Eras tour but books mm-hmm. so yes
1: we will be there
0: come find us come get a yes. friendship bracelet
1: I'm very we'll excited Elizabeth juice. Everett is going to be there we're going to get mm-hmm. drinks with her I'm so ready for that experience <laughs> like <laughs> very excited <sighs> the hotel has a pool mm. Mm. yeah i'm ready it's gonna
0: be a good time um there it are so is. many authors going
1: i know i am excited also well. i had to call the hotel um when we booked and that guy had a really hot voice so oh. shout out to that ho- like hot hotel guy hotel romance at yeah the steamy lit con and he had to say steamy lit con to me so that was a fun time for everyone Wonder what that's like for them because <laughs> he was like are you with this i was like yeah yeah i am <laughs> i need We're to like make sure the room yeah so mm. Mm-mm. Anywho, exciting stuff.
0: well all i have on my agenda is the little mermaid <laughs> so <laughs> we covered that i think sufficiently hallie yeah, is a real life mermaid angel princess she so is
1: her energy is just the purest oh yeah loveliest thing and then i start thinking about the
0: way that they made like developed eric's character and gave him the study with like yeah like, the stop study that mirrors- no actually
1: it mirrors no. her grotto no. yeah i know the they're both hoarders the i was raised stop for the this hoarder <laughs> like the 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 mirroring of their like collections was wait, wait. an intense emotional experience for me it was a lot of things and, and then, then he saw... was just, and then he was like, no, don't try the rock. And then she was like, ha, ha look at this. And oh. then he was like, Durr. and she oh my just god! could blow the horn and then he, Ugh. okay, I'm back. Yeah.
0: Mm. I'm going to be rewatching. I mean, not rewatching, watching the little women where he's Lori just, mm-hmm. because I know he has a terrible American accent. Does I know he? that I'm, uh, Incredible. the clip that I saw, it wasn't great. Am <laughs> I going to watch the whole thing say, anyway? Who without... Who's to
1: say? Because, um. I'm in the the Fated Maids Discord, and there's, like, an audiobooks, like, chat thing about in it, and people were, like, hating on Mary Jane Wells' American accent, and I was like, but oh. listen, it does something so feral to me. Probably because it's Matthew Swift, but also Caleb. The re- Like, I think I gave Bombshell four stars when I first read it. I listened to that audiobook, started ovulating, gave it five stars. <laughs> like, the accent she does for Caleb, I don't know what she put in it okay
0: we are (laughs) so far into this episode whoops whoops look we had to talk about Hallie and Jonah I know it was necessary for our well-being because it takes up about 80% of my brain space Mm
1: -hmm. but I suppose we should talk about
0: what we came here to talk I just realized the flowers that are on the spine I respect that show it there are um like iris type oh. flowers on the spine of the book oh, yeah very uh what's the word i'm looking for what's the... uh they look
1: like a vagina yeah what's i know phallic i su- suggest is there a i have to assume that la- lab- <laughs> <Volfic? laughs> i don't know <laughs> What? I'm getting into uncharted waters here, and I don't like it. Well, you know what? Manuela
0: was in uncharted waters oh, yeah. pretty frequently. So. She
1: she wanted to be in those waters. She went for a swim. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. What happens if I Google? Uh, nothing good, but we're here for it. Alec? Uh, Yonic. Yonic? Y-O-N-I-C
0: taken from the sanskrit word for vagina
1: where does phallic come from is that also sanskrit uh no phallus is oh you (laughs) no uh,
0: sorry yannick is the equivalent of phallic weird
1: but that just makes me think of yawning yannick oh vulvate Having Ooh. the
0: former appearance of the vulva, so no, no, yonic, or Vulvate, <laughs> I guess. I'm <laughs> really. It, look, it looks like there's multiple.
1: It was the yonic of times that was the Vulvate of times.
0: This is a fascinating etymological lesson I'm getting from Google.
1: You know who else got lessons? Uh, Manuela. Yeah. I'm, I'm like really
0: intrigued by this, actually. Okay, so I think Yonic is correct. Yannick. The flowers on the spine are very Yannick. Yannick, that just is not. Maybe I'm mispronouncing it. Maybe it's Yonic. Ooh, like Eunic. <laughs> mm, that's worse. That's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but I, I feel no, like I feel Do like
1: they cool. have a? Do they have a little play thingy? Uh, probably. Let me see. Let me Google yonic yonic
0: um i apologize to everyone for butchering (laughs) that word repeatedly sorry to your eardrums yonic this
1: this says yonic
0: yonic huh yonic yonic oh man i really butchered that guys i'm sorry the vibes
1: were yonic up in there
0: the vibes were so (laughs) yonic in all of
1: manuela's paintings Uh uh-huh um very and Cora was like, ah, that's subtle. <laughs> this person's just straight up coming out of a flower. Yeah, super subtle, super coming out savage. of the flower, and I'm feeling. We need to get on topic.
0: Today we're yeah. talking about an island prince <laughs> starts a scandal. Welcome to Romance or TV. On Thirty-seven minutes in. It's
1: been a long time coming. Thirty-seven minutes exactly. Um, yeah. I I I always love when I can edit things out, and then we mention the time in the episode. And then if people are like, "Why is this saying twenty-five minutes when they said it was like thirty-five minutes?" It's fine because I succeeded in my goal. Um, <laughs> I corralled us. Because a little
0: we talked some real nonsense for mm-hmm. very Sabrina long. Sabrina Carpenter of
1: time. wishes she could be us. What a
0: great song! We don't need to go down that rabbit hole, no, but it's a great please, song.
1: Please God. Um. <laughs> And I, yeah, An Island Princess Starts a Scandal is the second book in the Las Leonas series by Adriana Herrera. Um, It's like her first, is it her first like historical romance like series? Because she did like a few of the novellas and the Duke I'd like to F and. Yeah, to my
0: knowledge, these are the first full
1: length traditional published ones from her. Yeah. Um, We both really enjoyed book one um, A Creeping Heiress in Paris. And then I really enjoyed the audiobook. I think both times that I read – so I read that one physically first and then did the audiobook. Same thing with this. The audiobook, the narrator, is just – she's so fantastic. It, like, upped it. Because so I think I gave this one four stars in my first read because the format formatting of the arc was so terrible that I think, like, it slowed me down so much that the pacing felt off. But when I reread it via audio, I was like, oh, my God. No, it's perfect. And so I gave it five stars. So I think the audio uh, – like, these are perfectly suited for that um, audiobook, if you're a fan of audiobooks, because, man, is it good. Hmm. Dang, <laughs> now that we get to the us. actual
0: topic, we're, like, nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Um,
1: um, I mean, the – Adriana Herrera, she has a novella called uh, The Duke Makes Me Feel, which she, like, first – it was in, I think, the first uh, Duke I'd Like to F anthology – and now it's just, I think, on KU or whatever. Um, you can buy it. And it took you to Paris for the first time. So you could, like, I saw that. And I that was, like, a five-star novella. It's great. Um, I'm, like, thinking, yeah, so good. Um, so then when I read that, uh, I think I, like, commented on one of her posts about it. And then she was, like, oh, we're co- coming out with, like, more. We're going back to the World Fair in Paris for um, book one. And then, obviously, we're back in Paris for book two. The other
0: uh, anthology,
1: the novella she did for that, is in Paris, too, Monsieur X. Mm-hmm. I liked mm-hmm. that one. And then the one in the villain one was not, it was, I. it was in the, was it maybe, they were pirates. That was a, that was my I don't favorite know. I I, anthology. I hadn't read that.
0: It was real good. Um, Yeah, I do love the setting. I mm-hmm. feel like I talk about this literally every time I talk about Adriana Herrera's historicals.
1: They're just so well-researched. Mm-hmm. Her author's notes are fascinating too. I.
0: And I have a lot of feelings that could very quickly turn into a soapbox about the fact that people of color who are writing co- characters of color in historical romance are like the ones who are most likely to have the most yeah. well researched books.
1: And like accurate
0: books yeah because (laughs) they're constantly preemptively uh fighting off that this isn't historically
1: accurate well that's yeah because like when I read Emily Howard's Queen Bee like she had to put in her author's note like hey this actually isn't historically inaccurate but I know people are gonna say that it is so like here's all of this information (laughs) and sources Mm -hmm. and I mean it was a very fascinating just author's note but like she had to preemptively say this actually like it wasn't all white but no, I just think um, – I thought this one, even the history, was more interesting to me than book one. Um,
0: I felt the history more in this. I remember yeah. when book one came out, a lot of the criticism it was getting, or at least the criticism I heard of it, was like about how much it felt like a history mm-hmm. lesson at times, which was not an experience I had reading that book. At no point was I like, oh, why are we getting all this yeah. history? Like, I don't really know where that – the foundation for that critique came from, like, I felt like it was mixed in very well. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Beverly Jenkins does more just like kind of lecturing and that's not a criticism of me, but I think she does more just like info dump
1: Mm -hmm.
0: than a Caribbean, a Caribbean heiress in Paris did Um, this one. And again, not info dumpy at all. It was all worked into the plot. um, Yeah. I think this one really
1: incorporated it into just the characters, motivations and, what was going on in the book? Yeah, um, and just like the, um, you know, sapphic scene, for like the different, yeah. um, whatever they be, they're not like expats, maybe, or whoever. Like, they're just a bunch of people like going mm-hmm. over to Paris, um, for like the art scene.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think she talks about that in the authors in the, the author's way note, that yeah. the sapphic community was so
1: ingrained with like the mm-hmm. artistic community, which mm-hmm. were- and. Because um, it wasn't illegal for women to right, have sex. So they could be more open. Like it was for the men, so it mm-hmm. was a little bit more um, free. It still obviously had right. all of that. But, but um, you weren't going to get like yeah. imprisoned or hanged. Exactly. You could also shoot the man you want to marry in the arm in a red dress, walk out, and also not get arrested. <sighs> Gotta love Paris. Gonna do it for you. I <laughs> love the
0: French. Um, unless the French are the villains. In which case, <laughs> fuck Napoleon.
1: I read one Those book where he was the father ones. of one of the, like, the heroine. He was the father of the heroine. Napoleon? A, yeah. Bro, it was weird. It felt like they wanted me to like Napoleon. And I was like, why is this man in this book as a character? I did not want it. I did not ask for it. It was weird. I'm shaking to my core. <laughs> it was. Yeah, no, it was... A time to be alive. Um well there's no
0: call to like Napoleon in this no. book. No. Thank God. There is a lot of art and sex. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of feelings.
1: There's a lot of feelings. There's a
0: lot of family drama.
1: Yeah, what did um I took a note. I was like doing like favorite quotes. What was it? Um Oh I took no notes.
0: I saw the Aurora quote about the the roast <laughs> which was relatable of her.
1: The the quote that I posted on my story yesterday was in fact um In reference to Aurora, the woman could be led down to the depths of hell with a promise of a juicy roast.
0: And then you cut to her, like, having the time of her life in that party,
1: just, like, chowing down on some chicken. I love her. I am so excited for that book. She hates that man so much. And he's just like, why do you hate me? Mm. I want to know. I want to know. There it is. Like, (laughs) like... I felt it in my bones that line. But another one I felt was a pretty girl with familial complications. Which then, there's like the whole thing um, on Twitter going like, behind every hot girl is a deep history with X and X. Mine was behind every pretty girl there's a deep history with familial complications. And I think... That is Manuela. And I think to really start, I guess, the conversation that we've taken so long to get to... The most fascinating part about this book to me was how they framed Manuela's like want of comfort and like how it was approached that she was okay marrying this guy because she did like nice things and she liked a certain level of comfort. Obviously mm-hmm. throughout the book that progresses into I don't have to sacrifice my life for my parents' sins and all of that. Um but I really loved that she was able to just like appreciate the things that marrying him would do for her um, rather than it being like a total self-sacrifice, which it was a self-sacrifice, but I really liked how it was framed because that's a trope that I'm not necessarily, um, I'm just not a fan of. Um, But I think it flipped it a little bit here because it, she viewed it as a sacrifice, but she also viewed it as something that she wanted at a certain point in her life because it was able to keep some of the status quo um, which then like led later in the book when Cora, um, was wanting to have the gentleman's club rather than a club for women. And she was like, um, you know, no one's going to care about a club for women, but these men, like I would have power over them. And then there was a line in the book how they were both the same, that she was striving to be in a world, um, that didn't want her or respect her. And same thing with Manuela when she was wanting to be, um, married to that guy but again she wasn't like wanting to be but I just thought it was really fascinating because when I like read the premise and then started reading the book I was like oh am I gonna like that and then I was just like honestly same I would want to wear pretty dresses and just spend all of this money in Paris
0: I mean that's fair I think she mm-hmm. also says pretty early on like she was essentially assuming like I can't be married yes. to another woman that so was also like, I might as hard well...
1: that Really hit the emotional strings once she saw um Cora's friends mm-hmm. living together like out in Paris, and she was like, Oh, now that's a, like a path that my life can take. Um, so I was also very happy with the third act breakup of it all. Um, it I just really it, like it was like hurt and it was sad, but I was also like, That really helped them grow for me. Um, because Manuela was there you know she was like I don't need the money I don't Need this I want You know a life where I can just be myself Um and then Obviously Cora just attacks that man Like my queen I that new
0: respect that we gave Cora Like the grovel Of Mm -hmm. traditionally the historical Romance hero where like Mm -hmm. Which was jarring to read A woman doing what I would not blink An eye at if a hero in a book Mm -hmm. Was like not bathing and not eating and mm-hmm. like being really grumpy to the side. I'd be like, "Good for him. It's what he deserves. Go grovel mm-hmm. and get this woman back." But it was like very interesting to see that put onto a female character.
1: Mm-hmm. I have loved her it. like not yeah.
0: bathing and like not eating, and everybody's like, "Pull yourself
1: together!" Like, I lo- I love her so much. I mean. The way I was giggling, like straight up, when she just got on that man's back and just started ripping his hair out, like as one of my top five favorite scenes in a book, because she really was like, "I'm not just gonna speak now; I'm gonna speak violence and just attacked him." And I was so happy. I hate him so much, and I was so happy that she just attacked him, violence, like. It made my life so much better after reading it, and it's it stuck with me since the first time I read it. I mean, facts. My I just think about it. My gripe related
0: to, not that scene, but the scenes prior, <laughs> it's not really a gripe I gave this book five <laughs> yeah. stars. I don't have that yeah. much to complain about, but there's the scene, I if you haven't guessed it yet, we're talking spoilers, there's the scene, <laughs> I, if you've made it this far, I hope you're prepared. Um, Jesus,
1: I'm looking at the timestamp. <laughs> this
0: is so embarrassing. <laughs> Um, the scene where Manuela is trying to explain to her parents she doesn't want to marry this guy mm-hmm. and Cora shows up and is like everybody shut the fuck up I'm gonna pay you to yeah. let her not marry him and she is so hurt by it uh-huh. I meanwhile was over here like
1: I mean it's- I get it it
0: sucks she doesn't want to mm-hmm. be with you sure I don't know why we're going back on it though and being like I'm gonna marry mm-hmm. him anyway you just had gotten out I know you got an out you can
1: still sell your land or whatever like i don't yeah i mean that i said it in our flowers from the storm episode i am totally okay being a coward and taking the easy way out and if i had a hot beautiful woman paying off a sleazebag scoundrel like i would accept it I think that is where – and, I mean,
0: I did listen to this audiobook sped up because (laughs) I was trying to get it done by the time we could record this episode. So I will admit, I think there are some scenes that I didn't fully absorb.
1: No, I would definitely, like, when you reread it, I think it'll be even better because, again, like, I picked up so much more on the reread. I'm sure.
0: I -hmm. feel like I just missed at some point where I was like, I don't understand why she would – be like, I'm gonna do it on my own terms, like, and not take them, and like go through with mm-hmm. marrying him anyway. Like, I was like, girl, just go do your like art collective thing. Why are yeah. you making this stand?
1: I still don't even think she had fully registered that she could live a life like successfully. Mm. You know, like I, I don't That's think. True, I, that think, I think it took. Hits. I think it took a long time for her to be like, actually, I can rewire that part of my thinking where I don't have. To, like, be a part. Of, like, I think she was sure. able to see more of, like, the relationships. Like, the sapphic relationships throughout. Um And I think there was, like, a scene towards the end where she saw... Where she was talking with the two friends who had come out. um The one... I can't remember their names. It was, Freddie like, Violet. Evandra? Yeah. That was not Violet. Nope. <laughs> R- rip me. <laughs> um even... But they, they were talking about how one of them... <laughs> About how one of them had to um, basically just, like, come out to her parents and was um, written off. What's the word? Disinherited? D- yes. Disinherited. Un- uninherited? Un- well, disinherited is right. There's, like, the... Uh, it's a disowned? word. Disowned. That's the one. Disowned. So I think... And she was just like, you know, I would much rather um, be free. Like, this is freedom. For me rather than you know money and riches and all of that um so like I definitely I mean I'm always when there's one character who is significantly wealthier than the other and the other one is like I don't want you spending money on me um that one that wasn't really in this book because she was happy to um be spoiled which was also nice um there was like a sexy like a Cora like bought her a dress and then they had like pockets and then she was able to like get her off through the pockets in the dress yeah it's like goodbye sexy dress hello sex dress like I don't know what was happening like I did not clock that on the first read through <laughs> and then I had to like I don't know how you didn't I-, I was like oh well I don't think I like really fully just was like oh the dress is still fully there but like the dress is like it was made I was like wow that's can you imagine Unanimous. you're the
0: seamstress, <laughs> and this woman is like, "I have an order for you." Well, they were like, absolutely going at it, history. and the seamstress was <laughs> just
1: there. <laughs> it was fun. Um, <sighs> what was it? The uh, um, um,
0: what were we talking? Where? Why? Well, we were talking about just how pockets. Pockets. <laughs> Not a cock pocket. As, yeah, just was sex way, pockets. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what new pockets will we discover on Romance Your TBR today? Womb pockets. Oh, the pockets <laughs> that open up behind your cervix when a man with a, with a... I think it's ten and a half inch penis. Goes all the way. Listen. So much. I can't wait for you to someday read Passion.
1: Yeah. That's going to be a day to remember.
0: <laughs> it's the popping for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's the popping
1: it's the popping the popping preceding
0: cervix breaching slash some kind of pocket of flesh and that's a
1: quote opening up that was a lot of peas that was a lot lot in a sentence yeah (laughs) no Uh, uh but we we were talking about how um Cora and Manuela spending money. spending money. Well, I have a note just casually buying her Cartier. Sure, <laughs> like, as you do. Yeah, like That's truly.
0: Right. Where is my Duchess?
1: Yeah, like actually. What yeah. else? Um. The there was the quote. I'm done measuring myself with a ruler that was meant to strike me down. I think that was like a huge part of the ending where they were both reckoning with that. Mm-hmm. Um. And again, like, I really appreciated how Manuela, like, told off her parents. And uh, again, she was still going to go through with the marriage, so, like, I thought it was fun how she, like, it was down to the wire, because it just had that drama of Cora coming in and beating the shit out of that man.
0: You know what? I think it's funny that you really love this book, and there's another book that was a comparable thing that you hated. What was it? Portrait of a Scotsman has a very similar mm. ending, in that this one also, they separate
1: yeah, I think I liked the I think, th- to me, the reasoning here Made a lot more sense than In Portrait of a Scotsman But also, I just didn't like Hattie And I <laughs> love I love both of these characters I was
0: just saying, I just remember you being that Like, really sense, mad though. about the ending But this one is, va- like, she quite literally goes off And does a very mm-hmm. similar thing Where she, like, goes and lives her own life And proves that she can live alone and, like, mm-hmm. teaches She literally goes and becomes a teacher mm-hmm. And then Cora Kicks yeah. open a door And is like, what's up?
1: <laughs> That's how it happened. I'm still sexy. <laughs> What's up? I'm still, still sexy. Really into you.
0: That's a direct quote. <laughs> into
1: you. Not from Paramore, it's I just from this book. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Um. I guess this one, I think the pacing, well, it just didn't really seem random to me. Like in Portrait of a Scotsman, I thought we were done. And okay. then she still went and did that. But this, to me, it made sense just how it was all laid out. Like, you knew that even after the wedding, it probably wasn't – that wasn't going to be enough because she still didn't fully, like, understand why Emanuela um, was doing the things she was doing and, like, needed that space. Um, And so then I I just, again, loved her getting to just have that, like, terribly, like, down, sad reckoning and, like, the – people in her life telling her like that this is your fault like w- you know well because it was like again like it was like after that when her the two friends that again i'm blanking on their names like came over to talk to manuela and they were like we're still your friends too and then that was just cute um to actually a
0: point that i was gonna make and i keep forgetting it and then remembering it while you're in the middle of saying things and then i'm like remember remember and then i forget again i remembered though <laughs> something so interesting to me specifically because this is we've now had a like heterosexual romance in the first book Mm -hmm. mf and now we have a sapphic one in the second book that are by the same author Mm -hmm. um something that i have noticed uh, in contemporary also i was gonna say just in historical but it's true in contemporary in my experience is that queer romance novels focus much more on community building Like mm-hmm. part of the HEA in almost every Queer romance I've ever read Is a mm-hmm. community around The main couple As opposed- Which is like also sometimes true in straight romance But like well, yeah. it isn't required
1: Or so it's not as it's heavy more of a focus trope. Yeah. It's more of a trope I would say it- It's than, not like, as straight. like
0: critical to the HEA mm-hmm. I feel like for a straight romance That standard HEA is gonna mm-hmm. be Like the baby log or the the creation of the mm-hmm. nuclear family whatever it is whereas in queer romance it's almost required that you have mm-hmm. a community as part of the HEA like it just doesn't feel complete without one and so i think it's so interesting because lucilana and evan i mean not that they're alone they have like their family obviously mm-hmm. they still have their friends but i feel like they didn't like create a community they almost like they took themselves no. out of the community they, they yeah. went from paris to scotland to go like mm-hmm. run their business and have their little honeymoon Situation mm-hmm. Whereas now in the sapphic Romance we we needed That sapphic community like that Was part of the plot and also Required mm-hmm. for the AGA is for Freddie and Cassandra to come and be like We're still your friend like mm-hmm. welcome like Her into that sapphic us. community Yeah I don't have anything else Really compelling to say I just every time I read a, a queer romance I mm-hmm. I like fixate on
1: the community because you have To have it Mm-hmm and it's like i'm wondering if that's because like since it's technically not fully accepted within society like if they need to show you that these people have like like people to talk to and like about mm-hmm. their love and their romance whereas in like straight romance i feel like if it's just the two of them i don't i don't know i don't really know what i'm thinking like uh...
0: Like they're already part of a larger community, yeah. Because there's, you know, like they don't, them.
1: it, they still don't feel like they're so separated. Where if if I feel like if you just have two like queer characters just in a society that hates them, or like in a, like a community like where they don't have a community like that, you just feel sad, right? You know, I I mean like, I feel
0: like it's just, like mm-hmm. to be happy, you need a community. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and just to show, I think just those relationships and like them getting to be loved by so many people and sure. accepted, because um, a lot of like, I think it just also adds just a just a wholesome like loving, yeah. Well, like, I also just think vibe
0: to it. The queer community is really mm-hmm. strong, and so it exactly yeah.
1: naturally bleeds into mm-hmm. like because like, the friendships are always. Queer author so... is gonna write.
0: Mm-hmm. a community into that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, but, and That's especially, like, Luzalana, ha- I mean, the the Leonas, they all have each other already at the mm-hmm. start of
1: this. But they are having to branch out. Cause, right. You know, because, like, Luzalana is going to Scotland, uh, Manuela is staying in Paris, and then wherever
0: <laughs> Aurora, yeah, ends Aurora
1: up. is doing. But I, I,
0: like, you start with this community and Luzalana doesn't really gain much beyond, beyond like, Mm-hmm. Evan and that aspect of her community. Whereas for Manuela, like these friends were great friends. And she says mm-hmm. multiple times, like they don't get her, but they support her, yeah. like that yeah. energy. But she needed a community that and got her.
1: Maybe it was because Lusolana was also like basically raising her sister. So she needed mm. it just to be revolving around her mm-hmm. and Evan, where she doesn't have to be a maternal figure, where she can just like live for herself right um and like be selfish a little bit whereas i think manuela wanted something more than her terrible family yeah um because obviously she was never understood and she was ha- she, so for context if you haven't read it um uh,
0: if you haven't read it
1: you're but you're real confused right well, now basically I've have few, yeah honestly just kidding
0: we haven't talked about the plot almost at all <laughs> no.
1: But um, in the past, she had – I think she was only kissing one of the daughters of, like, a business investor of her father's, and um, it, like – it was, like, revealed, and it, like, blew up in – She got caught. Yeah, it was, like, caught. It, like, blew up in the face. investor pulled out. And then um, she – so then her her parents were just, like, very poor fiscally. Like, they were just not – making good decisions (laughs) and morally and so um they needed her to get married to this guy felix i think yep to like replenish their coffers and stuff but then she also has this set of land um in was it venezuela yes where they were making the was it the panama canal uh I don't know if that's where the I don't know, it was like I'm something a geography ex- question. Uh, I know in there the
0: the Panama Canal got halted and so yeah. they were working on the trans South American or trans. Mm-hmm.
1: There was I there's a South very American, fast, there's an interesting uh, bit in the author's note about it. Yeah. Um. So she has this land that was given to her by her grandmother in Venezuela that Cora needs to purchase for a um. Can, was it the canal or was it a railroad no
0: no, no it was the railroad, railroad. the canal got halted yeah
1: gotcha so then they need to put the railroad where her land is the land is sentimental so then she enters into a um i'm gonna be in paris for six weeks show me all the sapphic hangouts and pleasure and then i will sell you my land um and it was the whole thing um yeah i can show you the sapphic underground in paris 1889 <laughs> okay Aladdin. Uh-huh. all the
0: disney <laughs> disney don't come for us no
1: come don't, for us don't. don't sue us please just send us little mermaid merch yeah you know, sponsor us actually um uh blah, blah, blah. i also love i mean cora is just like hot hot i'm just thinking about her shooting the so in her backstory (laughs) Mm. um she was being forced to marry this guy that her father wanted and she just shot that man in the leg as you do and then went and married a very nice man who was heartbroken and was like i will never love you romantically but we can be friends and i'll support you and you can run the business of the dukedom and so she was married. I think it was like five. How many? Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but then she had a, uh, the son. So he, he had a son already. So he didn't need like an heir or anything. Um, So like they never, it was never a sexual relationship. It was just like a very fulfilling, like they were best friends. And so it was like very sad Um, when he died. And she went into a depression and ended up falling in love with the scammer. And after that, she hate it when that happens. Uh, she tanked um, a lot of her investments and responsibilities and stuff. And so she's scared to fall in love um, because it could lead to that again, which she was nearly ruined because um, her uh, stepson is the Duke and he's nice and he's good and I love when um, there are positive familiar relationships in books, um, especially historical romance like I just love a supportive, um, you know, sibling or child, and just it was just really wholesome when he was like calling her mom and ugh, her mother, I guess. Mom doesn't really make sense in the context, but the <laughs> um, yeah, I just love her. I mean, she just shot that man. She beat <sighs> another man up at his wedding. I mean, there's just something so satisfying about feminine rage. <laughs> I mean, and I was satisfied. I really was. Cue the Hamilton soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I just...
0: I have nothing really to add. I just think Cora's no. hot. She showed up in those pants and I was like,
1: that's hot. <laughs> she showed up in those pants. She did. Another quote that I have, the girls are lusty and slightly addled.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean... Me. Me. <laughs> lusty and slightly addled every time we get on here to record (laughs) (laughs) me Uh, watching the little mermaid
1: for the (laughs) hundredth time lusty and slightly addled supremely annoyed and also highly aroused which was frankly rude that was another favorite quote of Cora's I also loved when she um, tried to break when Cora tried to break things off with uh, Manuela and Manuela was That was when I break things off, but she had to go to Scotland for Luzalana's wedding. Um, And then during that, Cora was talking to her friend. She was like, I don't miss her. I'm fine. Like, I'm so good. Manuela enters the room and Cora's like, hey. And everyone's like, weren't you just saying? They're like, yeah, no, I was lying. Like, I missed her so much. I was
0: lying through my teeth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally. I thought that was a really fun scene, too. I just love seeing her character, because she started so poised and buttoned up, and then just to see her become so unhinged.
0: <laughs> she was unhinged.
1: She was. I really loved it. And I just, I wish I could have seen them both on the cover, because mm. is on the cover, um, and I just would like to, I just, I have a hard time picturing characters without like a visual from the cover, so... That made me sad, but the cover is lovely and beautiful. I just and went I'll and think looked think. at the character art. Mmm, that's actually very smart. We shall link any ones we find. Yes,
0: I pre-ordered, but it is not here yet. Oh, so, but you yeah. can find it on Adriana's uh, Instagram.
1: Nice. As you do, as you do,
0: and uh, they're hot. So.
1: hmm. Oh, well, I just think you should read this book. True, because it was great.
0: I was thinking about oh god I'm gonna kill myself hold on <laughs> <laughs> she's painting her nails I spent this whole time um slowly but surely repainting one nail because I had painted uh-huh. my nails and I messed up one of them and it was bothering me so I repainted it um and I had gotten through all the layers except for the top coat because I wanted to make sure it was really dry so I didn't smudge it again before I did the top coat and I just smudged it, it
1: she nicked it
0: i nicked it and i don't know what to do about it uh because i really don't want to paint this nail for the third time
1: that's unfortunate
0: just gonna what if i mm, what mm, it's fine um, <laughs> <laughs> i'll figure it out i was thinking as i was reading this book because i was trying to think about like recommending it mm-hmm. um because i recommended it in like a oh, that's what um a queer book stack um But if somebody sees that and they just read this one, I was like, maybe it's one of those interconnected standalone situations when I started it. Um, I think that I would be so lost trying to fit – because it just casually mentions, like, oh, Luzalana's making out with that Scotsman. Mm -hmm. Oh, they've got to go to Scotland for Luzalana's wedding. They're definitely Mm -hmm. in love with each other. Like, I think I would be lost. It did the thing –
1: it did the Joanna shoot – fifth avenue rebels where if you don't if you just read book two and you don't read book one they're at this random house party and shit's going down and people are like getting ruined and stuff and you're like what is happening why do i care about these characters and you're like oh they were the couple in book one um i was definitely confused when i read that book for the first because i read book two first and i was like what and then i understood i went back and read the summary for book one and i definitely think you should read these in order um for that reason i also just think i liked seeing manuela because she was different Mm -hmm. than i assumed her character would be in this one from what Mm -hmm. i had read in book one so it was nice to kind of see her layers um be revealed i think i I think it would be easy to get lost
0: Ah, well not lost there would just be random scenes where you're like what is going on
1: well, cause could you imagine reading book three without reading this one and like getting the Aurora development that we got? That's true. Like and like the relationship, like her d- relationship development. Like I think that would be very hard because like, you didn't. Um, I I think we maybe met Cora in book one. We did really briefly. Yeah, I think. Um, but you you didn't really see the two of them together because they met for the first time at the beginning of this book. So I guess that's not quite there. But yeah, I mean, if you try to read book three without reading this one. Good luck, Charlie.
0: I mean, we don't know. Maybe. Well, I just know,
1: like, the things that you learned, I think, just make it so much more exciting to see where they end up. Mm. Like, I mean, I, you could probably do it, but I just think I loved seeing um, Aurora. <laughs> like you mentioned earlier when she was just living it up. Having <laughs> the
0: time of her life.
1: <laughs> oh, just talking about uh, speculums. Eating
0: talking about speculums and eating juicy roast. Love that for her. her. Mm -hmm. Truly, the definition of her best life.
1: Because her hero is um, the half brother of Evan, who is now the actual Earl of Stanek. Because. I had like previous. I like forgot that Evan was the Earl, and then his half brother was revealed, and then they like had the coup. Oh, I sure did forget
0: all of this. Uh huh. And so then the brother it.
1: was given the earldom because he was actually legitimate. And so then Evan stepped down from that, went on to be the brewer, alcohol person with Luzalana. The alcohol. And word.
0: then. <laughs> and then. Dream job. <laughs>
1: And then whatever this guy's name is that I'm blanking on. Apollo. I mean, he's... T- Apollo. Yeah, hot name. <laughs> Apollo. Earl of Stanek, Um, He is now re- reluctantly um, in the nobility and just infatuated with Aurora. And she wants nothing to do with him. Or does and, she? Or does she? And he's just like, please? There's, there was a really cute interaction between him... And Cora, because he buys out her shares in the railroad, which I thought was nice and kind of a good workaround. Um, so then she doesn't have to deal with the stupid men anymore, because it's not fulfilling her. Dream. Um, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> and so... I also um, would like to not deal with the stupid men. <laughs> I just liked how he he just felt so, like, desperate for Aurora to just, like, like him, and he was so confused <laughs> why she didn't. And then also when Cora was like, "Yeah, you need like I kind of want to shoot you, <laughs> like you're annoying," yeah. and I she was like, said, "Yeah, I don't like you." Uh, I just think these two books were just so interesting and um, unique within the current genre. And again, the audiobooks were great. The same narrator narrates um, the two books. Is oh my she god, also in- Ooh.
0: Also, can we talk about her pink room? Ah. <gasps> yes. She's living my dream life.
1: Yes, she a is. A wall
0: of windows that look out over the Eiffel Tower and a room done entirely in shades of pink. Mm. She was like, Do you like it? And Manuela was like, That chair is pink, damask. And I was like, She's me. I want it. I' I, mm-hmm. I, I want it. <laughs> I want and I love... it
1: that way. <laughs> I want it all.
0: Wow, I love characters. Brooklyn
1: 9 <laughs> I love that scene. Um, I just loved how I just did not expect that. And then her room is just so frilly and pink. And, uh, Yeah. Mm. And it did the trope of, like, no one's ever been in my private rooms before. Mm. Sexy. Mm. i guess we haven't talked even about the sex yet i do think how unlike us (laughs) we're just still on merg creatures i don't know what that is for us but um i did think with the because she wanted to be ruined like she wanted to have like one night of pleasure like at the beginning of the book and whenever there's that um setup i do always i always am a little bit disappointed when they don't bang it out right away um she was talking about art <laughs> rather than climaxing which was unfortunate for her but i, mean, I think it, it worked was for the overall for you plot
0: more than it was yeah. for
1: her she was having a great time talking about art that is true but then she was like shit i didn't get ravished and now we're out of time <laughs> my pumpkin is here
0: and by my pumpkin i mean aurora <laughs>
1: Another princess, princess name. We got there. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. hmm.
0: Um. Well, but I do also think she kind of dodged that by
1: like the, it the bargain itself wasn't. I mean, obviously in it the wasn't end, the. the but yeah, the. the yeah, I wasn't frustrated about the bargain at all. No, but yeah, I think she dodged it with it just like showing the well i think like
0: early on that i I wasn't expecting anything to happen early on Mm -hmm. because i i was waiting for the bargain and the bargain was very specifically like show me around not Mm -hmm. we're gonna have an affair Mm -hmm. so i i i think it would have been different if either the bargain had played out differently or if like the the summary of the book had yeah played it up more and said like she's getting ravished all over Paris or something like mm-hmm. But I, I think it was pretty straightforward about how sexy it was gonna be I feel like it also was it was pretty steamy It was like on brand for I think her contemporaries are a little bit steamier
1: Yeah I think they um, have more scenes I think this one had a lot of like it was like really hot And then there were a lot of like fade to black moments Yeah um, Like the face sitting Was talked about like Manuela was like I'm gonna do this to you, and then it proceeded to happen, like summarized, and then you got them after. Um, so like, i feel
0: like if she talked about it in such she did, but it's still basically got it.
1: I just I wanted to see that from her because a lot of the sex scenes were, um, I felt like, Cora doing things to Manuela. So I wanted to see that scene from Manuela's POV, which we got part of it. I wanted the full thing. Mm. Um, but again, not a critique. It was just like, oh, rough for me. Mm. Still good they for them.
0: lighter steam, but Adriana Herrera mm-hmm. writes dirty talk like nobody's. Baby. She
1: really does.
0: That's that's like the one thing I know to expect every time. Mm-hmm. She's like, these people are going to say just... some
1: filthy things to each she other. kept calling her Princessa and uh the pet names were good in this one <sighs> yeah mhm 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 i just think that i don't know i really have no more thoughts it was like where are you going with i it know this is the beat drop but the beat <laughs> fell
0: over got sicker <laughs> Now I'm distracted by that. No. Okay, I thought I smudged it for a third time. I didn't.
1: That would have really, I think, been the I, end instead of you. Of,
0: <laughs> it my I actually would have just exploded. You would be like, what are those chunks on Caroline's computer's camera? Ooh.
1: Wow. <laughs> I would have gotten an eyeful.
0: Visceral, no.
1: <laughs> Visceral. Ugh. As opposed to Yonick. Yonick. What a Yonick. Yonick. So close to eunick. <laughs> yonick. How um, many times can I
0: say yonick? was a banger. I really have nothing compelling about this to say. I, it was just a good time.
1: I know. I feel like this is a very... This feels like the our um, Married by Morning episode. Like... <laughs> truly nothing (laughs) to say i got i got no notes except for i was confused
0: by her logic but whatever live your life queen yeah i i would have not married this slimy dude but no that's not my business
1: i'm still just stuck on her jumping on his back
0: i mean that was iconic
1: like especially Bloody considering
0: knows. she showed up having been just like truly just sitting in a room being sad mm-hmm. which means she is like she is her clothes are a mess i have to imagine her hair isn't brushed like she is the feminine equivalent of a 5 o'clock shadow like
1: <laughs> <laughs> well cuz she you the can't drama marry him. the drama of her telling her um servants to not show her any um correspondence and then the wedding invitation being in the correspondence that she wasn't shown and then she opens it and she's like oh my god
0: not letting anyone like change the sheets Uh
1: she was so oh my gosh she's like i can't shower because i want her like her scent on me i don't want oh my gosh it her i think that's also why i just loved this scene so much or like the ending. Because I just felt her pain and like her desperation so much through I was that just scene, for the drama. Yeah, it was it was great, and I felt it even more the second time um, reading it through. But yeah, her whole I I I think I like rewound last night and listened to that again because I was just like, oh, that hit. Um, when she was just like screaming at them. <laughs> Because everyone in our household was like, she is being very not nice right now. <laughs> like, we are scared. <laughs> like, what is what Don't is going it. on? Ugh. Well, because then she had the older... She had her... Was it her aunt? Uh-huh. Um, who was a voice of reason and also a queen. I loved her. Um, yeah, it was just... There was just so much heart and emotion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that 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 about does it, and I yeah. really just want to go listen to on the hustle again
0: oh that is a great book I know that is another man who is so down bad mm-hmm. all of these men and Cora mm-hmm. all down bad
1: yeah mm. she reached a new down bad level I think <laughs> to to the like level of you in daring and the duke i mean once you sleep
0: in your lover's ball gown yeah because it was the last thing they touched or
1: i can't uh-huh. was it her
0: ball gown or was it just her Cora's just ball her, gown
1: her i think it was just her cora's ball gown and just like her sheets that had touched her and the skin okay, less that had touched less dramatic her.
0: than sleeping in Manuela's ball gown but nevertheless
1: yeah the drama. or she like had her or like she had, who knows? I don't. Yeah, I don't at this know. This juncture,
0: it's it's that like I'm never washing this hand again. Yeah,
1: energy. but it was Except everything for your
0: whole body,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just felt it. Like you felt her desperation. Oh my god, she was so sad.
0: It's right where you left me. That's it.
1: Mm. That's the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just love when characters grovel appropriately. Okay, yeah, because then didn't she, what was her, like, big grand gesture at the, and, did she, hit, like, she do something the building. Remember, like, yeah, the building. And, mm-hmm. well, and her paintings to mm-hmm. hang
0: in said building for
1: yep. the women's collective thing yeah, yeah oh gosh well we need to end this because we have rambled and i mean mostly about, on mostly
0: about jonah howard king if we're being honest yeah maybe if you're listening to this and it's significantly shorter than we're saying and there's not a lot of info about prince eric <laughs> just know that hannah cut so much of just us thirsting over Prince Herrick and weeping over Halle Bailey. No, I think
1: I have to legit cut twenty minutes because we talked for like forty five minutes about it. And I mean, co- cutting 20 like, minutes still means the that there's needs 20 to minutes. Hear it. <laughs> I think our Everyone first 20 minutes was solid. That movie. And I think I think the last 20 minutes was just chaotically horny. And like It was it was. Confused. In, in a yonic way.
0: I mean, <laughs> who are we if not
1: lusty and addled? Uh, lusty and addled in a yonic way. It's I don't not think you're using t- yonic correctly. I'm not, but I don't know. It just doesn't sound like a word. It doesn't sound correct. It's not the Ted Lasso way. It's not the Lasso way. It's the Ionic way.
0: It it just, I don't want it to be that, but that's big Manuela energy.
1: I think there are just some words that don't seem like nouns or adjectives or verbs when they're, like, they sound like a different part of a speech than they are. And to me, that's Ionic.
0: If you say so. I mean, I I really don't know what to tell you.
1: Yeah. I don't either. Ebbs what ebbs? Yeah, not a clue. Well, okay.
0: if you're listening to this,
1: we're wrapping this up. I've decided. <laughs> if you're listening, this, <laughs> if you're listening to this, Caroline's currently in New York. <laughs> Woo! Um, so uh,
0: we should, I believe, already have sent out a newsletter. Yes,
1: by the time this the... goes up, um, with some. The thirteenth, I think.
0: Oh, anyway, inside newsletter there is also something fun in that newsletter
1: mm. mm-hmm.
0: because it's Substack. You should be able to go by even if you're not subscribed. If you mm-hmm. like go subscribe, you should be able to go check it out. Um, but it is related to the book we talked about today.
1: So, yeah, check that out. I don't. We don't. We haven't thought about the terms or anything of that yet no, so that information is in, in the
0: newsletter
1: you can yeah. go subscribe and see what's exactly. going on there um and then like we said previously our texas destiny episode is on the 16th um not the flame and the flower that was moved to august 11th yes, we swapped um them. we're gonna skip tbr tuesday on the 13th just because caroline is just getting back from her trip and we don't need that <laughs> in our life, at that moment, we're gonna do um, one on the twentieth. Um, yep. With uh, our like favorite so. queer historical wrecks, um, and then we're also doing an episode on the twenty third um, on the country lives of the what the what lives of con- secret, secret lives the secret lives. I was like country the country lives gentlemen. of country gentlemen. I'm like that sounds a little too yeehaw. <laughs> the secret They're lives of con- country gentlemen. Country. <laughs> Can I make the episode title The Country Lives? <laughs> the Secret Lives of Country Gentlemen? That is hilarious. That is too funny. Um, wow. Yes. <laughs> Bookmarked fun. for later. <laughs> Truthfully.
0: Um, the so, yeah, Secret Lives of um... Country Gentlemen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so keep your ears peeled for all of that, mm. yeah. And then, is our episode? I think that the episode on the thirtieth is "Dreaming of You," so that's exciting for us.
0: I don't know. I would have to go back and look, but that's exciting for me if it is because I haven't right? read some Lisa in excited. a long
1: time. I know. I definitely. Uh, I need to go back and reread the Ravenels. The <sighs> it's a the things I, I have heard on. about Derek Craven.
0: Um, I've got a Craven more craven that's another related to whatever that episode title is gonna be it's gonna have to be a play on i've got a
1: craven so we're just coming up with episode titles right and left Mm -hmm. why am i going to like taco jones or taco bell what i know i am what's their slogan i i don't know oh that's not correct at all i'm like there's like a there's like a no but there is Either. Is it the There's a cereal maybe The like chocolate one? Crave
0: This is a lot However Tell me why I googled Cereal slogan Crave And one of the articles Comes up Is uh It's on MrBreakfast.com 20 most memorable Cereal slogans And then it's got like The little preview Of the article Just like on the Google page You know Number 20 is The cereal shot from guns America What? cereal Cracker Jacks? It, it, no It's It's puffed rice Quaker puffed rice. puffed rice. So Quakers. Once again, the Quakers are haunting Goddamn. us. God damn. Okay, the cereal is actually made using a process that resembles shooting rice from a gun. In 1904, Quaker introduced the cereal to the mass public by shooting puffed rice from cannons at the World's Fair. <gasps> it brings us back to an island princess starts a scandal. Nineteen oh
1: four at the World's God Fair. God damn it. That means I can't cut this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Because at the, how, how weird in 1913, an astute ad man decided to promote the cereal by exploiting how it's made. And this famous yet mostly forgotten slogan was invented. I see why it was mostly forgotten. (laughs) And it's every, so that was at the 1904. So at the world's fair that follows, because this one's 1899, right? I think so. Yeah. So 1899, you have, the Eiffel Tower and Luzalana marrying this man and Manuela <laughs> living out her sapphic dreams
1: and meanwhile and there's at some the very guy. next
0: wor- no it's at the next world's fair you some random guy you have Quaker Quaker oats shooting puffed rice from cannon.
1: that's just 5 years away where we're going we don't need roads we only wow! After Rice Cannon, <laughs> that's um, not where I expected this outro to go. <laughs> but go it went.
0: But go it went. But go. But go it went. But go it,
1: goed. But go it goed. Wake me My up before baby. you go mm. go. <laughs> Wake me up. Wake me up. Wake me up. inside. I watched a video where that guy, that screamo guy, was only in um so that was like the evanescence song that guy was only in that single like he's not part of the band it's a like female-led band and due to sexism and misogyny the record label did not think that um a female band would um take any like hit any traction or whatever so they added some random guy added some screamo the rap was all them and um he was never featured on another one of their songs and they were not happy about it. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. He's like randomly in the music video. He was from another band. The More you know, the patriarchy
0: ruins everything.
1: Mhm. I will say it is an iconic wake me
0: up. Yeah, it, except wake for that up. though. They might have the patriarchy might have been right <laughs> about that song. <laughs> The patriarchy might have been right about that one Evanescence (laughs) song. And then nowhere
1: else ever. The patriarchy might have made one
0: singular point.
1: (laughs) And, yeah, they didn't even deserve that one point. They kind of, they got away with that one. Yeah. But.
0: I mean, I think that's what we have to leave you with.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Wake me up inside. Save me. That's honestly... The vibes of this book. Yeah, low-key. No screamo. Yeah, less screamo, but definitely. It's the, um. The acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's, there's misogyny. Misandry. Is that for men? Mm-hmm. It's the misandry version without the screamo. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, we, yeah we've devolved in actually i can't even say we've devolved into chaos because we started with chaos um pure unadulterated chaos you're welcome have a good you're evening s- or day i don't know when you're listening
1: to this hopefully we're haunting your dreams oh no not that i don't want to haunt <laughs> people <laughs>
0: no. i feel like this is a haunting episode I this mean, is it- so chaotic <laughs> I, I'm it may haunted. be haunting if, by some weird twist of fate, Jonah Howard
1: <laughs> King ever listens <laughs> to it. Oh, God. It would be haunting order. Yeah. That poor, that poor man showing up to the internet.
0: <laughs> Not showing up to the internet.
1: I just imagine him getting on TikTok and
0: seeing like uh-huh. thirst trap after thirst trap uh-huh. of like him on the bow of the ship where his mm-hmm. ass absolutely carried that shot. <laughs>
1: And he's like, why? Why are you guys doing this? That would be so weird to go to being relatively unknown to just everyone. I mean, did you see the interview where they asked him? They were like, are
0: you prepared to be, like, the next heartthrob? And Hallie was Mm -hmm. like, I tried to tell him. And he's like, oh. I didn't think. I don't know. I was like, boy what a little modest there is you have inspired i know i love him he's
1: he's so baby girl it's fine everything is fine Just those dimples just one's there and then we cannot
0: attack we cannot continue (laughs) we cannot keep doing this
1: speak now speak violence
0: speak (laughs) no more (laughs) call me ariel because i have no more words